tonight again. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for your excess love. Thank you for loving me. Your love for me is not quantifiable. your voices and just worship him lift your voices and just worship him magnify him say lord i am grateful i am thankful i am thankful for your mercies for your grace for your kindness for your goodness towards me today yesterday in the past week the past months i worship you i thank you only a god like you is worthy of my praises only a God like you deserve the lifting of my hands. Only a God like you des deserves my salutes. I worship you, Lord. I salute you for your wondrous works in my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Faithful God. Faithful God. Faithful God. I worship you. I worship you. Oh Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you. I give you praise, I give you praise. I give you praise, I give you praise. I exalt you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are faithful. 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 in Jesus name we are praying Isaiah 55 verse 11 says and I read so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing 
Whereto I sent it. We are going to be praying this evening and saying, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Speak your words into my life today. Speak your word into my life today. Through your servant. Through your servant. Our Father in the Lord. Our Father in the Lord. For healing. For healing. For prosperity. For prosperity. For healing. For healing. And for prosperity. For healing, for healing and for prosperity. And for prosperity. Speak your words into my life this, my evening. Life. this evening. Lift your voices and begin to pray. I receive your word into every situation. I receive your word into every condition. I receive your word into my life. I receive your word. Speak to me. Speak to that situation. Speak to that condition. Your word will not return. Your word will not come and not meet me at the point of my need. It will not return back void without accomplishing that which you have sent it forth for me, for me, for me tonight. Personalize our prayer. Claim the blessings in that prayer. Claim the blessings according to your word. Let not your word return void. Everything that concerns me tonight, receive the torch in the power of your word tonight. It begins to turn around by the power in your word. It begins to answer to the power in your word. In the name of Jesus, talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, speak your word to me tonight. I receive your word tonight. I receive your word tonight in my life, in my home, in my business, into my life, into my home, into my business. I receive the power in your word that break yokes, that break chains, that sets free. I receive the power in your word tonight. Speak it to me and I receive it in the name of Jesus your word that will invoke miracles that will invoke signs and wonders in my life I receive it tonight I receive it tonight lift your voices and begin to pray Lift your voices and talk to the Lord. Speak your word. Speak your word to me. Speak your word to me. And I receive it. I am receiving them. I am receiving them. I am receiving them. Your word is touching me. Your word is turning my life around. Your word is healing me. Your word is delivering my miracles. Your word is turning my life around in the name of Jesus. Your word is making a way. Granting wisdom, granting knowledge, granting know-how to solve the situations of my life, to turn around my life for the better. Oh, I receive your word tonight. I receive your word tonight. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. His word says his word will not come without accomplishing results in your life. Begin to claim it. Begin to claim it. Your word for me tonight. I receive it. I open up my heart. I open up my heart and receive your word. Let your word heal me. Let your word save me. Lift your voices and talk to the Lord. Let your word deliver my testimonies. Let your word deliver my miracles unto me tonight. Speak to me. 
Speak to me. Speak to me. Speak to me. Fill your son tonight. Speak to me. Speak to me, Lord. 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 Charge me. Heal me. Let my testimonies come in the service of tonight. I receive my own healing. I receive my own testimony. Through the power in the word. Let your word be delivered to me powerfully. Powerfully. Changing my life. Changing my heart. Changing my situation. Your word of salvation. Your word world of healing, your world of miracles, your world of deliverance, I receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Lift your voices and talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. I receive it, 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 I receive it in the name of Jesus. Speak your word to me, speak your word to me. Speak your word to me. Let your word meet me at every point of my need. At every point of my need. Let your word meet me at every point of my need. Talk to the Lord. Let your word touch me at the point of my knees. Let your word meet me at the point of my knees. Talk to the Lord. Ask that the word of the Lord will touch you and will meet you at the point of your knees. At every point of your knees. Talk to the Lord this evening. Let your word meet me. Let your word touch me at the point of my knees. At the point of my knees. In the name of Jesus. Let your word touch me. Let your word meet me. Let your word touch me. Let your word meet me. Let your word touch me. Let your word meet me. At the point of my needs. At the point of my needs. At every point of my needs. At every point of my needs. Let your word touch me. Let your word meet me. Makondo Toriga. Before you tonight, I stand before you tonight. Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Let your word touch me. Let your word meet me at every point of my need. At every point of my need. At every point of my need. Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Maroko Shendeke Maduria. Gareke Sendeke Madoshka. Maka Santa Kamadoshka. Say, I receive my own testimonies. 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 My expectations in this service will not be cut short. My my expectations in this service will not be cut short. I receive my own testimonies. I receive my own testimonies in the name of Jesus. I receive my own healings. I receive my own wonders. I receive my own miracles. I receive my own testimonies in the service of tonight. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voices, lift your voices. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give glory to God. We, the anointed voices, are here to minister a powerful song that is titled, Wait on the Lord. And as you wait on the Lord, may He renew your strength in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.
I've never seen a hard go. I do end up the way more. Oh. Never seen a part of gold at the end of the rainbow, and Jerry struggles he could hold in the middle of the rainbow. God, if you said it, you performed it, may not be how I want you to. But yes, what I do, I'm gonna wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I'll trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I'll trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. Oh. Oh, why don't you wait? Hey, I know you ordered every step Cause you are the order There is no predicting what is next Cause you are the future I know the questions they come second to the one I know it's true. You've always been through. I'm gonna wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I'll trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted you. Oh, I'm gonna wait on you. So wait on the Lord. So wait on the Lord. I'm gonna wait on you. Hey, oh, so why don't you wait? Wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, He will renew your strength, so wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, He will renew your strength, so wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. Hey, on the Lord. He will renew your strength. Hey, wait on the Lord. Hey, wait on the Lord. He will renew So wait on. Hey, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He will renew. He will renew your strength. Hey. So wait, I say, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. You will renew. 
I'm gonna wait on you. Wait on you. Wait on you. Wait on you. Hey, so wait on Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He will win you. Oh, wait on the Lord. You will win So wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He will win you. So wait on Why don't you wait? Why don't you wait? Why don't you wait? Ah, you will win us strength. Hey. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. I will bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you tonight once again because it's another time to be blessed. We thank you because of the power of your word that is going to bring transformation to our lives. We give you praise for the spirit of grace and excellence. We bless your holy name because you are a faithful God. Thank you tonight. I pray for everyone joining online and those of us who are here in person that you grant us understanding and let the power of your word bring transformation that is needed at this very moment. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout amen, somebody. You may please be seated. I want to welcome you all to tonight's service. Those of you who are joining online, I also want to welcome you. And I trust the Lord that it's going to be another time of great grace and encounter in Jesus' name. Now tonight, um, I want us to all settle down. Please be seated. Okay. Um, let's all get our notes ready. Media team, especially. And all those, every other person. I want you to connect. Those of you who are joining online, avoid distractions because the Lord is about to do something great for you. Amen. Yeah. So, um, last week, um, I began a series called Fight for Excellence. Fight for excellence you know now whenever you are engaging in a fight is either you are winning or you are losing so if you do not have a strategy in battle you can lose so the reason why i use the word fight is to know that every fight must have a winner or a loser if it's a draw you have to do a rematch until the winner emerge. 
So when I'm saying fight for excellence, is either you are losing the battle for excellence in your life or you are winning the battle for excellence. There is no two way. It's either you are winning the battle for excellence or you are what? Losing the battle for excellence. So every human being, these are where you can divide us when, with respect to excellence. Is it that you are winning or you are losing? But the good news is, even if you have been losing the battle for excellence, after this teaching, you are getting back your victory. I said you are getting back your victory in the name of Jesus. Can somebody shout a louder amen? amen. And I want you to determine tonight that you will win the battle for excellence. What did I say? Determine that you what? You will win the battle. Mediocrity is a very strong enemy. Mediocrity is a very, very strong enemy. That is why majority of human beings are mediocres. Because mediocrity is a strong enemy. In order to become an excellent person, you, you have to contend with the, with the factor or what I call the big guy called mediocrity. Majority of people in life are mediocres. And that is why you see only few are outstanding in life. The good news is you are going to be among those few. I say you will be among those few in the name of Jesus. So last week I began to lay the foundation. I define what excellence is. And I also share with you why we must commit to excellence. And if you were not around last week, I will encourage you to go and get the message. It's on YouTube. All right, especially you can get it on YouTube. You make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and um, download the message for what fight for excellence. That's part one. So we, I share with you why we must commit ourselves to excellence. And uh, because we are making the image of God, because God rested after he saw that everything he created was very good, because the glory of God is not static. How many of you remember that? where I share about the 24 elders and how the glory of God kept evolving. Good. Now, tonight, I'm going to part two of this message, Fight for Excellence, part two. Now, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Hallelujah. New Living Translation, please. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, New Living Translation, it says, By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all this by, by coming to know Him, the one, called, the one who called us, to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. Can we read from verse 4 together all the way to verse 8? All right, one to go. From verse 4 all the way to verse 8. Can we all read together one to go? Because of his glory and excellence, continue. He has given us great and precious what? Promises. Because of what? Because of his glory and excellence, he has given us what? 
great and precious promises. Continue. These are the promises that enable you to share what is divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Verse 5. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with what? A generous provision of what? Moral excellence. Continue. And moral excellence with what? With knowledge and continue. And knowledge with what? Self-control. Another word for self-control there is discipline. Let's continue. And self-control with what? Patient endurance. And patient endurance with what? Godliness. Praise the Lord. So here you see that in Christ we have, we have been called to share and partake of God's glory and excellence. Now can we all please make sure that your phones are on silence please so that we don't get distracted. This is a very important moment. So in Christ Jesus, we have been called to a life of what? Glory and what? Glory is beauty. When we say something is glorious, it means it's beautiful, it's splendid, it's glamorous. When you see something glorious, it's attractive. You like it. So our life is supposed to be glamorous, splendid, full of splendor. Our life is supposed to be beautiful. So God did not create you for a life of ugliness. Then the next thing you see that he has also called us for, to excel. To excel. So excellence in life is not an option for every child of God. Amen. Now, I wrote and said the focus of most people on excellence is what it will cost, but not what it will pay back. The focus of most people when it comes to excellence is what it will cost, but not what it will what? pay back. Now, when you are striving to become a person of excellence, oftentimes people focus on the cost of excellence. Yes, excellence has a, its own price. Like I said, to become an excellent person, that means you must have defeated or you are defeating mediocrity. The more you are defeating mediocrity, the more you are excellent. And there is no battle that is easy to fight because you are contending with mediocrity. Mediocrity will do everything to resist you. Mediocrity will tell you, oh, but at least you have arrived. Mediocrity will tell you, oh, take it easy. Mediocrity will tell you, at least you are better than your uh, your father, you have achieved something. So, you see, there will always be that mediocrity spirit that you always have to contend with. But you see, fighting for excellence is like an investment. It's an investment. It will always yield good returns. Fighting for excellence is an investment. It will always yield great gain. It's an investment that you will never lose. It's an investment that the return is always high. Alright? So whenever you are fighting for excellence, I want you to know that what you are doing is that you are investing. And this investment will always appreciate in value. This investment will never depreciate in value. Because the more you fight for excellence, you see, every fight, every time you win a, a, a match, what do you have? You get a point. World Cup is coming in some few days. For, for everyone that wins a match, they get a point and they get reward. Even for appearing in Qatar 2022, the team have already gotten some amount of money. Even without kicking a ball, 
So the day you begin to contend with mediocrity, lukewarmness, hot or cold, and begin to fight for excellence, that you have determined to even become an excellent person in life, you have already started winning a prize. The day you just said to yourself, I refuse to be a mediocre. I refuse to live a life that is not excelling. That day, for even choosing to enter the ring and believe that you can fight for excellence, there is already a price that has been given to you. There is already a price that has been given to you. Say with me, I will fight for excellence. So, to become an excellent person, your focus must be on the end goal. To become an excellent person, your focus must be what? On the end goal. On the result must be the driving force. Why? Because excellence is not an event. Excellence is a process. Excellence is not an event. Excellence is what? A process. So it is something that is continuous. It's not something that you say, oh, today, I've, you know, some of us, when we, when, we, when, we, when we hear messages like this, we go back home, we, we rearrange our lives, we put our house in order, we clean all the cobwebs, we rearrange the wardrobe, you put your books in order, but you've forgotten that is, that is just the beginning. You, whatever mediocrity caused you to go to that point will still be around to fight you. So you realize that when you treat it as an event, when you, the initial drive will be there, but after one or two weeks, what happened? The thing will start coming back small, small. It will start coming back small, small. The clothes will be rearranged again. The shoes will be rearranged again. The, the cobwebs will start coming back small, small again. Because why? You did not have the end in view. You did not have the end in view. So you see, before you know it, you have thrown in the towel. So don't treat excellence as an event. Treat it as a process. So in other words, even though you have rearranged the house, even though you have put orderliness in your house, you keep have to, you ought to keep analyzing. How did it get to the point that my house became like this? How did all these cobwebs enter? How did I get to the point that I no longer study? What is it? Now, you know that even though you are now studying your books right now, whatever, if you don't identify the factors that caused the initial one, after one or two weeks, you will go back. So you have to keep asking yourself the why. Then keep preferring solution to that why. So excellence is a process. It's not what? An event. Now tonight, I want to give you a new definition of excellence. Because you see, when you are fighting for excellence, I cannot give you the same definition that I gave you last week. I must also have gone to improve on my definitions. So last week definitions, we thank God for them. All right. Okay, so let's quickly look at the definition of excellence that we had last week so that you can say, say, number one, the quality of being outstanding or being extremely good. To be excellent or excellence is the quality of being outstanding or being extremely good. Number two, the second definition I gave to you is do what you do well with a good attitude. To do what you do well with a good attitude that is excellent now so let's go into today's definition i have four definitions for you today that is excellence number one excellence is the possession of good quality in an unusual degree excellence 
is the possession of good quality in a what? An unusual degree. That is excellent. When you possess good quality in an unusual degree. And I will tell you why the, the unusual degree is what makes it excellent. You know what? The, everybody possesses good quality. Everybody have their good quality. But you have gone a step ahead to possess that good quality in an unusual degree. That is what makes it what? Excellent. Number two. Excellence is highest superior quality. Highest superior quality. Highest superior quality. That is excellence. Highest superior quality. In other words, when we look at the quality, there are different levels of quality. All of them are quality paints. But the one that are the highest and the most superior in quality, that is the one we can give the crown of excellence. So highest superior quality. Number three, quality that always stands out. Now, the word always is a key word here. Quality that always stands out. In other words, when you see it today, it's the same. It is, is the, the, the thing is there. Tomorrow you come, it has not gone down in value. Next tomorrow, it is still going up higher. So quality that always stands out. That is what? Excellence. Quality that always stands out. Number four. Quality that is always improving. Excellence is quality that is what? Always improving. You know? Every day, you are fighting to be a better version of your yesterday. Now you are fighting to be an excellent person. Every day, you are fighting to be a better you. You are not okay with your yesterday personality. You are fighting, acquiring new knowledge. You are doing something better than you did it yesterday. That is excellent. You know, those of all, my team, especially my, my our media team in church and some of the team that work closely with me, we always attest to this, that one of the things I always try to do is that, you know, let us fight to look at how to do it better. So if those of you join Rise to Glory for instance this week, you realize that the concept has changed. It has changed. We've tried to improve on what we used to have. By 1st of October, you will have started seeing the, the advert again. Between now and 1st of October, you will see what we call Rise to Glory Reloaded. Rise to Glory Reloaded is another version of Rise to Glory. So during the 21 days, it's going to be another different. Why? You see, because if you are not improving, you are retrogressing. How you will know that you are on the path of excellence is that you are always fighting to improve. Once there is no improvement, it means that you are moving backward because there is no vacuum in nature. You cannot say you are static. No, it's either you are going forward or backward, but you cannot stand still. So the moment you are not adding to whatever, add to your faith, add, add, there must be an addition to whatever you are doing. Once that addition is not there, then you are not on the path of excellence. Is somebody with me? Now, three important truths to know about excellence. Three important things you must know about excellence. Number one, and I will take them from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. It says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. Seest thou a man. Seest thou a man. Seest thou a man. In other words, he's describing a type of man. So the first 
important truth I want you to know about excellence is that excellence is about being before doing. Excellence is about being before what? Doing. Seest thou a man? Is a type of man that they have decided that I'm going, this is the kind of man I want to be. You have to choose the kind of person you want to be in life. So excellence is about being before doing. So it is not the doing that makes you to excel. It is being that makes you to excel. Who you are is what makes you or builds a life of excellence in your life. You, the, the, who you are is what helps you to cultivate the habit of excellence. So it's about being before doing. In other words, char character comes before competence. What I mean in this is so being is character. Doing is competence. So character here comes before what? Competence. So when you want to become an excellence person, you must know that you have to be an excellence person before you can produce excellence in your life. That is why I said character comes before what? Competence. Oftentimes people go for competency, but you know that is why it's not sustainable in the long run. You start one week, you say, I will do that exercise and I will begin to do it well. But after, after several obstacles, you relent because you see, you did not make that mental shift, that paradigm shift. You did not adjust your mind to believe and convince yourself on the need why you must lose the weight or on the need why you must. You see that doing will begin to go give way, and uh, because you are not, you are not become that person. You have not grown from inside out. This is why a lot of us loses self control and discipline. Because you see, for you to achieve anything, it begins with your mind. Romans chapter twelve verse two: Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to tell yourself, why must I excel? What do I start to gain if I begin to fight for excellence? What what is the need for this excellence? Why should I fight for this? Now, when you gain the conviction. When you understand the why, then you enter the ring. Even just like, um, I've forgotten the name of that thing. Um, I think Bablo or something like that. That you see, the, two, the, the guy was fighting. He was fighting. You know, some of you will have um, this, uh, one of these, uh, uh, Squazniga, one of these guys who acted one thing like that. It was a boxing match. And they, he was being beaten left, right, and center. Uh, what's the name? No, no, it's not something. It's a film. It's a film. There's a, the name of the film I've forgotten, you know. Rocky, thank you. Oh, thank you, my brother. Rocky, that's the name, Rocky. You realize that if you watch, I think you should all go and watch Rocky. It's a good film I would recommend for any one of you because you realize that life is a battle. Life is a battle. That is why there are only few excellent people in life. Because Rocky entered the ring, you see, at the beginning of the boxing ring. Don't you realize that everybody is bouncing? Everybody is bouncing. Everybody is bouncing. Shoot, shoot, shoot. They will, they will blow the air. But after first round, after second round, after life begins to give blows, left, right, and center, after people carry your money away, after you are sacked, after you know things don't go the way, you see that the men will now begin to be separated from the boys. But if you've got that rocky spirit, you know, I like the coach of Rocky. I think that man must be called excellent. He kept telling 
name that you see, go back there and fight. Because you see, when you are down, your enemy is also down. You see, you must know that mediocrity is the enemy you are contending with in life. And mediocrity will say, you don't, you cannot go far. And as mediocrity begins to blow you, yes, you are falling, but you rise again. Because you see, he who laughs last, always what? Laughs best. So mediocrity is a well-armed enemy that doesn't want you to excel in life. Alright? So you must master the blows. So tomorrow, today you say you will do five exercises. You are not able to do it. Tomorrow you get angry and say, I'm doing double tomorrow. You stop me from doing it yesterday, I will do double tomorrow. That is excellent. You, you say you will read three chapters of a book every day. You are not able to read it. Tomorrow you, you, you block off a, a major part of your time and say, I'm going to read six chapters a day. Who are you telling? And you tell mediocrity, tomorrow if you stop me, I will read nine chapters. Next tomorrow if you stop me, I will read 12 chapters. Why? You must learn to punish mediocrity each time if it wants to stop you. Hallelujah, somebody. So number two is that excellence is observable. Excellence is observable. He says, seest thou a man. So in other words, excellence can be seen. Excellence can be seen. Now you are complaining that no customers is because they are not seeing the excellence. You are complaining that oh, nobody is proposing to you is because they are not seeing the excellence. You are complaining that nobody likes you is because they are not seeing the excellence. Because the Bible says, seest thou a man. Seest thou a man. So, excellence is something that can be seen. So, if it is not being seen, it means that it's not there. Still work hard at it. Work hard at it. It will be seen. If you don't give up, it will be seen. In your business, it will be seen. In your career, it will be seen. Because excellence is what? Observable. Seest thou a man? I don't want you to give up. You know, no, nobody's, nobody's recommending me. It's because they are not seeing excellence. Nobody's coming to, to, to patronize me. It's because they are not seeing excellence. Or oh, things are not going the way it ought to go. It's because they are not seeing excellence. Because naturally, beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. When the eye sees excellence, it recognizes it. When the eye sees what? Excellence, it what? Recognizes it. Yeah, put your hands together for Jesus. So what must you do? Instead of complaining, get back to the work and say, if they are not seeing me, that means I need to be more visible. My excellence is not visible enough. So I need to get to the work. Hallelujah, somebody. Number three is excellence determines your platform in life. Excellence determine your platform in life. He says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. You know, I want to read this same passage from Message Bible. He said, Observe people who are good at their work. Skilled workers are always in demand and admired. They don't take back seats to anyone. They don't take back seats to anyone. So in other words, you see, I have seen people complaining that they don't have work, but I think what they don't have is excellence. The season of your life where you don't have a job, ask yourself, why did they sack me in the last place? Because you see, life, your career is like a ship, a cargo ship. There are two major sections in a cargo ship. 
you have what we call the crew section and the cargo section. When there is crisis and there is a storm, do you know something that happens? The captain always casts the cargo into the water, but never casts the crew into the water. So you see, no matter the crisis in that organization, no matter the situation in that organization, the crew member will be needed to always steer the ship. Crew members are not thrown on board. They will keep casting cargoes where? On board. So you ask yourself, the last place I walked, how come I was easily discarded off? Then it tells you that your determination must be the next place I'm going to walk. I'm not going to be among the cargo team. I'm going to be part of the crew. Because when you are part of the crew, they, they will tell you, even though we cannot pay everybody, you, you are part of the thing that is needed for the operation of this organization to keep going forward. The unfortunate thing in life, especially for career people, most of us develop our career to become part of the cargo. You have what the rest of the 15 million youth have. The same certificate, the same degree, the same thing. So when it is time, or when there is a storm, when the push comes to shove, what do happens? You are easily discarded because you are easily replaceable. The harder it is to replace you, the harder it is to discard you. Is somebody with me? Do you know that there are some organs of our body we can do without? And there are some we cannot do without. You can do without some fingers. You can do without maybe toes. You can do without even eyes. You can do without even maybe ears. But there are some that if they are not there, the human being is finished. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are some that if they are not there, the human being is finished. So the question is, are you working on your value in life? Work on your value. Work on your value. There in business, there's something called the white horse principle. During the Great Depression in America, the man that pursued this principle said that he observed that things were so bad that if there is one vacancy during the Great Depression in America, about 500 people can apply for the job. So the problem is employers, we even have to put there no vacancy. We, are, we don't need people because people, banks are not employing, government was not employed. There was, it was called the era of Great Depression. But the man that pursued the principle of white us said, he stood back and realized that everybody is looking for job because they are looking for money. But nobody is looking for a job to add value. So he said to himself, he's not going to look for a job just like everybody is looking for a job. So the first thing he did is that he asked himself, which industry do I want to work in? So he, 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 he identified the industry he wanted to work in. Then he decided to go to the library and studied everything about that industry for six good months. For those six months, he was barely surviving. For those six months, he was finding it hard to eat. But he knew, you see, like I told you that excellence, you see, you have the end in view before you start. So what was it that made him sleep on empty stomach? Because he knew where he was going. So he began to start, he started everything about that industry. When he felt confident enough, he wrote a letter to one of those 
food and beverage company. And first, you know what he did? He didn't ask them that he wants to be employed. He just analyzed, he took the, he picked the company that he wanted to work with. So let's say one of the biggest companies in Nigeria. So he then went to go and do an analysis of their business. He analyzed that business very well. Then he sent them a message. He said to them, I have analyzed your business. And I realized that you are, your market capitalization is X, Y, Z. In the last five years, this is what you have been able to, to do. Even though I'm not part of your team, looking at the result that you have gathered in the last five years, I can confidently tell you that your financial projection for this next year will be X, Y, Z. However, I have what it takes to double that figure in six months. If you are ready, you can give me a call. What do you think they did? No, what do you think they did? They called him sharp, sharp. They called him sharp, sharp. He got that job. And of the truth, because he was not just making money, he turned the fortune of the company around. Now, listen, even if the company, uh, economy moved from um, Great Depression to the Greatest Depression, do you think they would discard such a person? No. Those who go after money are easily discarded. But those who add value, they remain precious. Is somebody with me? So, why is this important? When I said excellent determines your value in life, the Bible described this guy and said, he will sit among kings. He will not sit among me men. Why? He's a person of value. Do you know today there are 7.98 billion people on the surface of the earth? And Nigeria alone, Nigeria alone, you see, as of 2021, the age between 15 to 24 people uh, between 15 to 24 people in Nigeria are at 19.6%. And those age group, when you put them together, they are almost 40 million. The age group between 25 to 54 makes about 30.7% of our population. And that age group is about 59 million. Now watch. If your age is between 25 to 54 years, I have a sad news for you in case you want to know. That means there are about 60 million of you fighting for a common destiny. You are in a race with about 60 million of your type. If you are between 15 to 24, you are in a race with about, that is now about, a, that is about 40 million of you, you are in a race with that team. Between the, so you think you are, so you are wondering why it's like the company, everything is hard. It's not that it's so hard. It means few resources are being jostled for by a lot of people. So it means, for instance, that one small job and the economy of our country is not growing. No new FDI has dropped. So it, can, you, can you see the reason why there is so much joblessness in our system? Be now, what you have to tell yourself that in this 60 million youth, all right, where do you belong? So if you wake up in the morning and by the time you are dragging your feet, you should know that over 50 million or 40 million of your age group are already going ahead of you. So you cannot afford to slow. It's a race in this contest. Over 40 million between the age of 24 to 54. Over 40 million. So every one of them are in the same country. We've been put in the country called Nigeria. So you see, when the Bible then says, have you seen a man who is diligent and skillful in his work? Out of all these millions, it will stand out. It will stand out. It will stand out. 
Stop fighting for scarce, scarce resources and begin to fight to stand out. I see you standing out. Oh, I said, I see you standing out. In the name of Jesus, you will stand out. I said, you will stand out. Those who fight for excellence always stand out. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 15, the Bible talks about David. Look at what it said. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 15, it says, Saul's servant said to him, Behold, an evil spirit from God torments you. Verse 16, watch. Let our Lord now command your servant here before you to find a man who plays on the lie. Is that what it is? Do you see that I skipped the adjective? What is the quality of the man they are looking for? Say, Amplified Bible, please. Give me Amplified Bible, sorry. Amplified Bible. Give me um, Amplified Bible. King James calls it cunning. But Amplified Bible makes it more into modern English. He says, play skillfully. Play skillfully. This is the key. They are looking for somebody to come and play for Saul. They said, they, we know that there are so many people who are playing this instrument. But you see, we don't want the multitude to look for the one that knows how to play skillfully. That is what life is looking for. There are so many of us, but the skillful one will always get a job. The skillful one will always what? Excel. The skillful one will always, when others are fighting for the scarce resources, the resources are fighting for the skillful one. So they say, we don't just want any man. Go and look for the one who have gone the extra man, who have developed good skill in playing. This is what life is demanding. As we are here, there are people who are still earning in dollars. As we are here, I, uh, I was on a platform, or I am on a platform, and they said they were looking for a type of um, worker last week. Um, in, in marine sector, and they said that basic salary is 2.8 million monthly. Monthly. The salary, 2.8 million. They posted it on the platform monthly. I said, where? Well, and they are looking for the guy. And you know, such guys, they will even see the job and say, I don't like, I have a better offer. 2.8 million new. When you see 2.8 million, you travel straight to the village to start a building. But that is what somebody is earning on a monthly basis. That is even just somebody in, in, the, in the lower cadre of that organization. And when some people are even saying no money. Praise God. Am I challenging you? Yeah. Now, let's move to the price for excellence. Excellence is not cheap. Excellence is not free. Excellence comes with a price tag. For the other point I shared with you, you can use Genesis chapter 41 verse 14, also the story of Joseph, and also use 2 Chronicles chapter 2 verse 7 as a reference point. But let's quickly move to the price for excellence. Excellence is not cheap. I think this is one of the realities we need to tell ourselves. And I need, if I will be deceiving you to think that you will just wake up one morning and find out that you are an excellent person in life. You've started excelling. It comes with a price. And excellence answers to those who are ready to pay the price. The first price for excellence is strive to always be and do your very best at all times. Strive 
to always be and do your very best at all time. 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 You can find the story of Joseph where I just quoted in Genesis 41. Why do you think Joseph survived? He was not the only one that had a dream, but he said, Joseph said, I have a dream. But do you know, it was because among his brothers, even in the house of his father, Joseph was doing his very best. Now, they moved him from his father's house into the house of Potiphar. They threw him inside the dungeon. He was still doing his very best. All right. Now, from the pit, and he traveled all the way to Egypt in the house of Potiphar. He could have been there, like some of us, reminiscing about the old life. Hey, why? And you know, some of us, we carry all our problems. My mother don't die. My father don't die. They did not send me to school. Nobody cared for me. You see, even if your parent did not send you to kindergarten, you send yourself after some time. And they've done their best by giving birth to you. Now you can also rise and fight. Because you will be so surprised that there are other people too who never went to kindergarten and they amounted to something great. When you stand with them, what will you say? When you stand with such people, what will you say? What will, you be, what will be your story? So you, you say Joseph could have, you know, could have told everybody in the house of Potiphar about his problem. How his brother sold him, how his father, how his father is looking for him, how they put him in the pit. But no, he got to the house of Potiphar, he rolled up his sleeves and began to walk. And in a short time, he became the head of all of them. He became the head of all of them. Forget about the mistakes of yesterday. Forget about the blows life has dealt at you. Forget about the disadvantaged start. Now the baton has been handed over to you. Get up and run. Get up and run. Get up and run. There is no success story that does not have a setback. There is no successful person that does not have what they have to contend with in life. It, the difference between successful people and failure is that when they began to contend with those things, failure gave in. Successful person began to move on. They still forge ahead. They refuse to give up. Hallelujah. All of them face something in life. No. Nobody inherits success. You fight for it. You work for it. Success is not transferable. That is why you cannot use your daddy's certificate. So even if your father was a professor, you have to now end your own professorship. You don't get a job based on the qualification of your father. Is somebody with me tonight? So rise up and fight. Oh, we, you, you, you wrote the first YX, you have passed. All your mates have now even graduated from school. And so what? And so what? Thank God for them. The truth of the matter is that when you do well, you in a matter of time, you can overtake them. There are so many people today that have entered university before some of us. That even had their certificate before some, degree before some of us. But today, a lot of you are better than them. The reason is that it is not who arrived first. It is who knows how to do the job better. Some of them, they will sack them the day you show up. Some of them, you are the one that will usher them to their retirement. And you are there saying, eh, because they didn't send me to school, because of this, because of that. Now, what are you doing? Fight. Say fight. fight. Say I will fight. I will fight. 
And you know, the, the bigger the challenge, the bigger, the, the sweeter your success story. Yeah. When people hear everything you, you went through and you still did not give up, they will stand up and clap for you and say, you are the man. You are the type that deserves the crown. Hallelujah. David also went through the same thing. Daniel went through the same thing. They sold Daniel. No, they can't. You know, Daniel was even, do you know how Daniel got to Babylon? They matched them with their naked bots. They trekked, not on horses. They got to, they were slaves in Babylon. And they carried him and separated him. Daniel could have been there. Say, uh, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? But Daniel said, no, this is where God has placed me. I'm going to be my best. And he stood out. He stood out. Fight to be your very best at all times. Whenever you do anything every day, before you close from work, stand back and say, is this the best I can do today? Before you go and submit that project, ask yourself, is this the best I can do? Bible said that, and God stood and said, it is good. And by the end of the day, he said, it was very good. In other words, don't just continue life. Learn to score yourself every day. Mark your own script every day. By the time before you go to bed, ask yourself, how did I live my life today? How can I improve tomorrow? Don't just keep eating the bed like that. You won't you wouldn't do well. Do, you don't wake up and go just and start your day. Examine your previous day. How did you live your life? How was it? Is there any way you could make a better decision? Are there things you could do better? Yes. If there is, yes. If there, are, if there is nothing, praise God. Score yourself. Even though there was no marker in heaven, God was scoring himself each time he created something. He was scoring himself each time he created something to be sure that the thing was at the very best. You look at your job. Go to people and say, what do you think of what I'm doing? What do you think of my song? What do you think of this? Always learn to score yourself. Amen. Number two, price for excellence. The second price for excellence is go above and beyond what is naturally required. Go above and beyond what is naturally required. Genesis chapter 41 verse 14. This is very important. You know, what is naturally required was for Joseph to interpret Pharaoh's dream. That is where he ought to have stopped. Because what they call him to come and do was, Mr. Man, interpret dream. Right? But you see, because Joseph was committed to excellence, he did not just stop at interpreting the dream. He went ahead. He went extra mile. He put in that extra effort to, to tell Pharaoh how to implement and how to guard against the meaning of the dream. And do you know one thing that actually got to me when I was reading that scripture? Pharaoh was not impressed by Joseph's interpretation of the dream. Go and check. Because in, you know that in most of those countries too, there are people who interpret. In Babylon, you know, Nebuchadnezzar had the group of wise men. Pharaoh also had his own group of wise men. The only thing is that on this occasion, they could not interpret his dream. But that means they've been interpreting all that dream. So Pharaoh was not impressed by the way Joseph interpreted the dream. So if Joseph did not fight for excellence, he would have maybe just had an handshake and a burger and return back to the, 
to the to the prison. But do you know something that impressed Pharaoh? Pharaoh, it was not the dream. It was his suggestion, the recommendation. Look at it. Follow me. Genesis chapter 41, verse 34. Genesis chapter 41, verse 34. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fish part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. Now he has made that effort to, to suggest. Then look at verse 37. And the thing, which thing? The thing was very good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. So it was not the interpretation of the dream, but the business plan he put in place. Pharaoh was impressed. I said, that was very good. That was what made Joseph become the prime minister. You see, if you keep doing the normal, the natural thing, yes, you will have your reward. But I have come to realize that sometimes God will not show up in the usual. He will show up in the extra one you do. It will show up in those extra efforts you make. It will show up. He's waiting to show up in that extra man. Yeah, you can clap. So sometimes it is not the usual that will deliver the result. It is the extra that will deliver the result. Learn to be someone who go the extra. Go the extra. Go the extra. Fight to just go well and beyond. Now listen to me. You may be working for somebody today. They said that you'll come by 7 o'clock and you'll close by 7 o'clock. But you know something? You'll begin to do extra. Even without you having any extra money for, to get from it. Even they don't, they don't have to pay you. Do you know something? Mysteriously, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 verse 4, what you do in secret. So it's not the boss you are doing it for. It's not the owner of that organization you are doing it for. It's not your pastor you are doing it for. It's a principle. Those who go the extra man always read always get extra blessings those who do the extra they don't stay normal your boss may not say thank you to you your pastor may not say thank you to you nobody may even see or know the sacrifices you are making in the secret place but somehow somebody say with me somehow God always create that circumstances. He always create the occasion. He knows how to create the thing that will push you to limelight. He always reward those who go the extra mile. He always reward them. Don't you realize by the diligence of Daniel paid off at the end of the day that somehow God realized that this guy is going the extra mile to please him. Why? Even when he could have eaten like and be drunk with the meal of the Babylonians. Even though the temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed, Daniel could have said, the God of the Jew is dead. Daniel still maintained his time. He went the extra mile to even fast and risk all. No wonder God caused Nebuchadnezzar to have a dream that will bring out the glory of Daniel. No wonder God caused Belshazzar to, to, to have an handwriting on the wall that nobody else can interpret but Daniel. Because why? God always create that room for those who go the extra mile to show forth. He always create that room for them. He always create that room for them. So it's not about the thank you of men. No, don't do it for an eye service. It's a law. It's a principle. Go the extra mile and God will show up. Do you realize that Joseph, before he came out, 
They only told him, Joseph, our guy is looking for you. Do you know what Joseph did? He went the extra mile. He went and changed his garment. And you may not also know one of the important things that Joseph did. He shaved. Go and read your Bible. Jews don't shave. Egyptians shave their beards. So in other words, Joseph said, you know, he has to go the extra mile to, to, to be able to appear just like any other Egyptian. He didn't maintain the style of the Jews. In fact, Jews loved their beards so much that in the book of 1st King, when their beard was caught, they had to cause them to stay outside of the city for about two months. But yet, Joseph let go of those things. He removed the beards, even though he could have said, no, this is how far we normally go in my house. This is what they normally require. But you see, when he did that, did God not show up? Joseph does not have the power to cause Pharaoh to dream. But he had the power to go the extra mile. Do your own part and God will do his own part. I said, do your own part and God will do his own part. Hallelujah. It's in your own power to go the extra mile. It is in God's power to create the occasion. For your glory to manifest and if you don't do your part god cannot show up hallelujah somebody number three price for excellence is somebody being blessed tonight the third price for excellence be ready to disappoint your default cultural programming be ready to disappoint your default cultural programming I just told you something now. No, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, in other words, the culture of the Jews is keep your beards. But Joseph disappointed that cultural norm. He, he went above the, the normal cultural values to be able to excel. You know, if you live in this part of Nigeria, you know, the other time somebody was with me in the car. And you know, as we entered the car, he saw a bottle in the car and he threw it out. I told him to come down and pick that bottle and look for the nearest dustbin and go and drop it. I said, until you get one, leave it in the car. Because nobody holds us responsible here. When you, you can just throw anything anyhow, when it's raining, people pour their dirt in the day. But you see, a person of excellence does not allow society to shape him. He shapes his own world. You can shape your own world. Everybody eats and they just throw things around. No, you say, no, I'm not going to do that. You see, you know, um, this past week, um, on Sunday, a, a particular people had a, um, whatever occasion they had in our street here in church. And when I was coming out in the evening, everywhere was smelling of wee-wee. But I, so I, I thought something had gone wrong in the church premises. So I was asking, and someone said, oh, no, it's the drainage. Do you know what has happened? Those who had that party, all of them were wee-wee in the drainage. So the entire street became polluted. Now, some of them will be praying for visa. Do you know in Singapore, in Singapore, if you even drop a paper on the road, they will flog you for it. They will flog you for it. So some of them, if God has done them well by not answering, opening international doors for them, because they are so indisciplined, they can remove that their pennies and we will be anywhere. They don't care. They can, they can urinate anywhere. They can eat anywhere. They can throw garbage anywhere. Inside the drainage, they can do it. Don't discipline. So God knows if you travel like this, they will arrest you. And in some countries, they will not only flog you, maybe they will even cut your hand. And God loves you so much that he wants your hand to be intact. So you must learn that there are times you have to disappoint your normal cultural programming. 
I was telling somebody in my office in the office and I said, Don't speak pigeon around me because I just realized that when they are conversing, you say they will start speaking pigeon. I said, No. I said, because if I speak too much English, they will say that my English is too much. I said, So you two, you must now reduce your life, all right, to go down and start speaking. So the little English you are speaking, you then want to spoil it with the pigeon life. Now, some of us are so used to pigeon right now. Speaking vernacular, you know, this pidgin English, that now you cannot put it, you cannot speak one full sentence without putting all this, you know, all this, um, um, what, what, uh, what I, I'm trying to put it now, colloquial influence. You know, the colloquial influence is so much that you cannot just speak good English anymore. You, and you're, you are not making the effort because you see, by default in our setting, it's easy to speak pidgin. Alpha now, what's in the apple? Are you there? Alpha, our, our body, our, you know, it's very easy. But to train yourself, now by the time they are speaking the pigeon to you and you are replying with English, somebody will look at you and say, she don't inform me. She don't inform me, don't inform But you know, you have to disappoint that cultural norm and prepare yourself for your next level. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because there are places you will go, you will not be able to speak that English. Hallelujah, somebody. Finally. Develop an hunger and appetite for excellence. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, this one, I really need you to listen to it. If you've not, if you are going to get any point, get this one right. Get this particular point very, very right. Develop what? An hunger and uh, an appetite. Develop hunger and appetite for excellence. There are two key words there, hunger and appetite. They mean two different things. So follow me now. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 26. Proverbs 16, verse 26. The appetite of laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. The appetite of laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. Now you see, the Bible said that the appetite works for them. What does hunger do? What does hunger do? Drives them. Now listen, if you want to become a person of excellence, you must develop insatiable hunger and appetite for excellence. Now, what is hunger? Hunger is a desire for something to meet our need. When you say you are hungry, you know the word, you see that you want, your, you want something to meet your need, you know? So whenever you are hungry right now, you are hungry for food. So you go and get the food to, 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 to satisfy you. So hunger is just a desire for something to meet our need. However, appetite is different. Appetite is the capacity or amount required to satisfy us. The capacity or amount required to satisfy us. And I'm going to give you an example. Do you realize that you may be hungry, but you don't have the appetite for food? Even though you are very hungry, you don't have the appetite for food. So the food is there. You may even take, maybe just eat one or two spoons. And what do you do? You leave it. Why? Because you don't have tastes. It's not that you are not hungry, but you don't just like the food. You don't have taste. You, we say sometimes, we say in our way here that your, your mouth has lost its taste. You know, if the food is not just tasting nice. That is loss of appetite. Now, there are two extremes you must avoid. 
The first extreme is I hunger, low appetite. I hunger, low appetite for excellence. When it comes to excellence, you must avoid these two extremes. The first one is I hunger, low appetite for excellence. What does that mean? Remember that hunger is a, is a desire for your needs to be met. So you see, in other words, this person works hard for his needs to be met. So he works hard for the immediate need to be met. Let me give you an instance. You know, a python goes out and sees an animal, strangles the animal and swallows it. But you see, now that he has worked hard, he's okay with little. So the python stays there. He can stay there for three or four days or five days because he has eaten well. A lion kills an animal. Once it tears the animal, if another animal passes by, the, anim the lion will just be looking as though and just be looking as though he's a, he's a dog. Will not go after the animal. Why? He's okay with the immediate need that has been met. You see, the enemy of tomorrow is the success of today. Some of us, the reason why we stop striving is that the day you add that first degree, you said to yourself, I have arrived. So now that you are okay with the BSc, you are okay now with the OND, you are okay now with the SSC, with the YF, or with the old level. You stop get your own guard for more because you know that you can get a job with this old level. You can get a job with this HND. You can get a job with this degree. You can get a job with this result. So you no longer, you are no longer hungry for more. You are okay. Some people once they buy the they bought the first car, they are okay with that car. It's like no more hunger for more. You are okay with this one. You now, no, you, you have a phone now, you have married, you have children. Now, at least you have done more than your father did. Your father never had a phone. You are okay. But you know something? I hunger, low appetite. You need to deal with it. You need to deal with it. You know the word? You are, okay, sorry, I, I think I missed something home. I hunger in the other words that you are still hungry, but you don't have the appetite. So low appetite. I think I missed it. Oh, sorry. I, I just, my second point. Low appetite. So the, ap the appetite is something that's supposed to help you that even though I have this, right? Let me go for more. I thank God for my degree, all right? But I know that I can still do masters. I thank God for my masters. Why can't I just go ahead and just do more? I thank God for this. Why can't I add more certification? So the appetite keeps driving you. You know, it keeps making you to hunger. You know, when you have appetite, you you know what happens is that you you don't mind, even though you ask something. The, let me tell you something. A man with high hunger, low appetite, his food is satisfied with what he has. But because he has low appetite, he won't have the drive to go for more. Do you understand? There's a drive. So I have killed this animal. I'm okay. Do you know some of us could have made more money? But now because maybe the day you first made 100,000, that hunger has satisfied your need. You say, if I, 100,000, if I buy shoes, if I buy jeans. I remember when I was thinking of the first thousands of Naira. Do you know my plan? I was dreaming of buying this... Um, this um, tape, um, uh, CD player that you, you press from the end. That was what I was saving for. And I was thinking that when I collect that contribution, I will buy that CD player, I will buy a jeans, I will buy a top, and I bought it with a glass, and I entered town. 
I was almost carrying my radio player everywhere. Because those days, it was a major thing to have a CD player under your place. And you know how you know some, some people, when you are playing the thing, you, everybody in the place and face you will know that you have bought one. You will increase, don't you see them sometimes? They will increase the thing. 6, 5 a.m., they have started playing. Because why he has arrived. He has a, he has a, what, is a, what was that speaker now? Uh, was that stereo speaker? Amen. The second extreme is high appetite, low hunger. High appetite, low hunger. So we've talked about high hunger, low what? So this high hunger, low appetite. You work hard for your needs to be met, but you don't have capacity for more. No room for more. You are not growing your capacity to be able to accommodate more. So somebody with a high hunger has a certificate to get the first job, but can remain on that job for the rest of his life with the same degree, will not even go to school to have extra. Because why? Low appetite. But now the other extreme is high appetite, low hunger. Now this one is very straightforward. High appetite, low hunger. There are people that have good visions. Good business plan. If you meet somebody with an high appetite, low hunger, you hear them say that if I get 20 million naira now, I will rent a shop. I will, I will go to the island. I will buy goods. I will do this. I will do that. They have the idea, but they are not ready to pay the price to make it work. They talk big, but they work less. Have you met people like that before? You see, when, when you ask, the only thing now is money is my problem. Money is my problem. If I get the money now, if I get the money now, I'm telling you, I will start this business now. But actually, you ask, if truly you believe it, you should have gone to Ilepo. By the time you work at Ilepo one week, you can have the capital to start that business. Why are you? Some, I, I appetite no hunger. You said they are always looking for loan all around the place or probably to borrow money from. They are not ready to work or pay the price for it. High appetite, low hunger. Good idea, but low execution. They are not ready to be disciplined. So you see, no, they, you, you, you see somebody who says, you know, this year, I'm going to have this goal, have that goal. But wake the person up at 4 a.m., it can cost you. He's the one that says, oh, I want to, I want to do more this year. I want, now, you need to know that one of the price you have to pay is to wake up 4 a.m. and pray. Wake the person up and say, don't disturb me again. Don't listen something again. But after, after 6 a.m., maybe after 7 a.m., 8, 8 o'clock now, the next one is, they say, I, said, I don't just know what's happened, Jerry. But the person again, full of vision. This is what has caused a lot of destiny to be wasted. Not willing to pay the price to birth your dream. High appetite. Good degree. In fact, these people, a lot of them are very skillful. This is what is wasting the, the life of most skillful people. You see, they have the degree, they have the ideas, they have the plan, but what they lack is the discipline to bring themselves under control to best those things. These two extremes should be avoided when it comes to excellence. But look at what the Bible says. Look at, look at what the Bible says. Luke chapter 1 verse 53. He said, he had, Luke 1 53. He had filled the hungry with good things. 
and the rich he has sent empty away. Why did he send the rich away empty? Because the rich have stopped desiring more. They are okay. More. More. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, Brethren, I can't know myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Every achievement of today should end with today. The day you achieve that achievement, all right, you should start dreaming of more. More. My team, one of the things they know, especially those of who are, who are there, is that when we finish something now, the next day, that one, thank God for it. What's next? What's next? You should put yourself under that. You should put yourself under such, such street code where you don't keep. If there is a problem if you are still celebrating the success of yesterday today. The success of yesterday expired yesterday. You can do more today. Challenge yourself for more. Challenge yourself for more. Challenge yourself for more. Challenge yourself for more. Your life will not be a waste. I said your life will not be a waste. Tonight, if there is anything I would like you to pray, Lord, release in me a fresh hunger and appetite for more. The truth has to be balanced. Blessed are they that test and hunger, for they shall be filled. Lord, release in me a fresh test and hunger for more. I want you to, you know, I told, uh, I was in a meeting with some of the people last week, and I said, there is one thing I promised myself that I will never forgive myself. And I said, what? I said, I made a vow to myself that I can commit any sin and forgive myself. But one thing I will never forgive myself is if I don't live the full potential that God has placed in me. If I don't be my very best, I will not forgive myself. And because I don't want to always have myself in mind, every day I pray to God, help me to be the best that you have created me to be. It's not going to be easy. Remember, the, on the road of excellence, you have to fight what? Mediocrity. Mediocrity will say, no, you can't go far. Mediocrity will say, this is how far you can go. But you have to say to yourself, yesterday is gone. Today, there is room for more. Stand to your feet with me tonight. I hope you have been blessed tonight. Oh, have you been blessed tonight? Lift your voice and just bless the Lord. Uh, can you recall some of the prices? Let's quickly recount the prices so that you will know which one you pray. Price number one is what? Price number one? Price number one is what? Strive to always... Good. Price number two? Go above what? Go above and what? Number price number three. Be ready to do what? To disappoint your default cultural programming. And point number four. Develop what? Hunger and appetite are they the same thing? Hunger deals with a need. Apatha talks of capacity. 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 Whilst hunger is talking about your need, appetite is talking about what? Capacity. It is time to grow your capacity for more. It is time to grow your capacity for more. And you know, one of the things that you can do for yourself, you know, when you have a glass cup, 
like this communion cup right now. You can celebrate it for life as an achievement. But the day you change this container and make it a five liter, every of this achievement, what, do, what will happen to it? It will look as nothing. You will not even see it inside the five liter jerry can. Do you agree with me? That's what you need to do for yourself. The moment you have achieved something, expand your capacity. Put yourself under compulsion. Change your container. You've been reading one chapter. Now say, now I'm going to read two chapters. You've been reading two chapters. Say, I'm going to start reading three chapters. You've been praying for 30 minutes. Now say, I'm going to start praying for one hour. Keep growing your capacity. You will see that things will keep improving for you. Lift up your voice and say, my father, my God, I cry to you tonight. Help me to enlarge my capacity. Help me to enlarge my capacity to experience more. Say, my father, my God, help me to enlarge my capacity to accommodate more. More, Lord. More, Lord. Increase my hunger level and let my capacity also be increased. Lift your voice and pray for yourself tonight. Lift your voice and pray for yourself tonight. There is room for more. 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 It is not over here with you. It's not over here with you. You need to take in more challenge. You need to take in more qualifications. You need to do more, 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 more. There is room for more. Don't stop now. Aim higher. Don't stop now. Go higher. Don't stop now. There is room for more. There is room for more. There is room for more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now I want you to pray, Father. Deliver me from mediocrity. Deliver me from mediocrity. Deliver me from a life of mediocrity. Deliver me from a life of mediocrity. Help me to be the very best you have created me to be. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. 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 Mandala Mushkita Lava, Brando Mando Sheketes, Brando Ketaz, Mendo Shibalava, Mambo Legazebelegadaya. No more mediocrity, no more mediocrity, no more mediocrity, no more mediocrity. No more mediocrity, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Do you know one of the meaning of mediocrity is lack of distinction? Nothing makes you different from others. Like I told you, there are almost 100 million youth in Nigeria. The age range between 15 to 26 is 50 million. What will stand you out of that group? What will stand you out? Now that is where the real work starts. If you sleep the way they all sleep and wake the way they wake, 
there is a problem. I made up my mind to increase my work hours some time ago. By the grace of God, now I can say every time I work in a day now is minimum of 18 hours. It's a decision I had to make. In the, I, I, if you, if you call, if most people that calls me in the morning you know that there are some calls I will not attend to until I finish some things. Once I finish, then I will. And like today, I told the people, you can only get me between 12 and 12.30. From 12.30, you can't get me again. And, and there are a lot of missed calls. There are a lot of things. But you see, you, when you are doing those things, you will not see the immediate gain. But you see, there is the law of compound effects. As long as you are doing it one day, all right, your own Pharaoh will come for you. Amen. And when you stand before Pharaoh, you realize that God has prepared you for his time. So I want you to pray, Lord, I am committing myself to live a life of distinction. I am committing myself today to be distinguished in Nigeria. Help me, Lord. Help me to see this commitment true. Can you pray for yourself if that is your desire? Pray for yourself if that is your desire. Pray for yourself if that is your desire. Lord, I am committing myself to a life of distinction. I am committing myself to a life of excellence. Lord, help me to pay the price that is required of me. Help me to pay the price that is required of me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Reto shigelegete kababa. Lopli kasike tole brababa. Mindo shibelegezikata. Help me to pay the price. 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 In the name of Jesus. In Jesus, name we pray. Amen. I will leave you with this prayer point. Ben Carson, the one of the most outstanding neurologists in the world, the mother was raising those children alone without any helper. But she said, I may not have the money to buy the best book for you. But do you know what the mother did for them that made all her children to turn out well? One of the things she did was that she stopped her children from watching tv until they have read at least two books every week and if they don't get that book they will have to go to the library to get it like i told you that excellence will come with a price mm. so no more tv for those students he said that if you read the story gifted hands that he, they felt that his mother was too harsh the mother tv where no tv go to the library the mother kept sending them to the library all our children turn out well. All our challenge yourself. Recently, this past week, I challenged our chorus. There are some songs that we've had. I said to them, I gave them two weeks. I'm taking them to the studio. In two weeks' time, you'll see. But some of those songs, uh, what's that song? The songs we've been singing that we're in our songs. Yeah. And I said, that we'll go. Somebody said, but why can't they record it? So I said, no, let us go to the studio. And by the time they go to the studio, at least one of them in future without releasing album. Now, yes. it's costing us to do that. But right, normally what we would have done is to really to do the thing here. I said, no, go the extra man. So I told the choir leader, I said, I give two weeks. Perfect the songs. And you go to the studio. They located the studio. I said, we are coming there in two weeks' time. Now, we will start playing those songs Arise to Glory. Yes. What am I doing? Excellent. Fighting for more. Now, you too, your own may not be money. Your own may not Your own may be you just have to reduce the number of hours you sleep. Your own, maybe you just need to spend, you reduce the number of time you spend in front of TV. 
your own navy that you tell yourself, I will read at least one chapter of a book every day. If you spend 30 minutes reading a book every day, by Saturday you will have finished one book. Mm. It's a decision you have to make. You are competing with over 19 million of your type. You have to do what they are finding difficult to do if you want to stand out. When I wake up every morning to come to church, when we do Rise to Glory, I, I look at the time frame that I know that others will find difficult to do. And I said, this is the time. Majority of the people do their prayer around 7. But we said 6 a.m. to 6, 6, 7 a.m. Because why? I want to stand out. We want to stand out. There's a price to pay. So I want oh, you to yes. pray for yourself. Lord, I don't want to remain at this level. And grace me to pay the price for excellence in my life. I want to stand out in my generation. So the grace that I need to stand alone, release it upon my life. Can you lift up your voice and pray? Lift up your voice. It's not too late for you. 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 To commit yourself to standing out. It's not too late for you. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me quickly lead you to pray. That price of going the extra mile is a price that is very difficult to pay. But today I want some of you to decide to go the extra mile. Remember what I said. Your boss will not see what you are say, doing. Your manager may not see what you are doing. Nobody will say thank you to you. But you see, God knows how to create the right environment for you to shine. Lift up your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone tonight. Oh, this is not a message we will hear and remain the same. Amen. So I pray for everyone who have heard your word tonight. That the Lord will engrace you. Amen. You will be engraced to take delivery of this word. Amen. As you go home, this is even just the beginning. I pray that something will change. Amen. That will drive you to new level results. Amen. Any mind that have exalted itself in your life against the knowledge of God. Every mindset that, has, that is making you produce results that lacks distinction. Today, we pull them down in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare over you today. That as you leave this place, excellence is your portion. Amen. Oh, excellence is your portion. Amen. The grace of God that will stand you out in your field. Let that grace come upon Amen. you now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. When you are so discouraged that nobody is seeing what you are doing. I pray that the grace of God will encourage you Amen. to keep soldiering on. Amen. To keep marching on. Amen. And I pray for you today. You will not miss your own reward. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Thank you, Father. Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen.